It's time for the truth. Will you join me in the study of the precious Word of God that we may come to know and come to grow in the Lord Jesus? So glad that you've joined us today. We're in the book of Matthew. We're in the fourth chapter, the sixth verse. Matthew chapter 4, verse 6. And so please open your Bibles to that scripture verse, and we'll begin there uh, reading that wonderful scripture. And so while you're looking that up, I'd like to share with you that this program is brought to you by the folks at Parkview Bible Church. We're located over in Hamilton, Illinois at 18th and Church Street. We're just one block north of the Dairy Queen, and I'm the pastor, Larry Mulch. If you'd like to write to us, our mailing address is Parkview Bible Church, Post Office Box 43, Hamilton, Illinois, 62341. If you'd like to call us, our phone number here at the church is 217-847-2717. If you'd like to visit our website, it'd be www.parkviewbiblechurch.org. That's parkviewbiblechurch.org. And if you'd like to send us an email, parkviewbible at gmail.com or parkviewbiblechurch at gmail.com. That would be just wonderful to hear from you. Hope that was enough time now for you to open your Bibles. And we're going to prepare for the study. We're going to read the Scripture, and then we'll begin with prayer and have a good, uh, good time of fellowship today. Matthew chapter 4, beginning to read with verse 6. And he saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. And Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And again the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain, and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world, and the glory of them. And saith unto him, all these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then said Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. In verse 12, Now when Jesus had heard that John was cast into prison, he departed into Galilee. And leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is up on the sea coast in the borders of Zebulon and Nephthalim, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, And the land of Zebulun and the land of Nephthalim, by the way of the sea, beyond Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. And the people which sat in darkness saw great light, and to them which sat in the region and shadows of death light is sprung up. From that time again began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. What wonderful words to read. Let's begin with prayer now. Father, we thank you. We praise you for the opportunity that we have to proclaim your word. We thank you for the the church that, that you have, have given, the church that allows us to be on the radio and have this, uh, this mission to where we can take the precious word, your gospel, out to all the area that's around about the, the, the church, the local church. Father, I believe completely in the local church. I believe in the small local church that allows us to 
come and, and know each other and have a wonderful fellowship and have a wonderful family. Father, thank you for this opportunity that we have and, again, the support that the church gives for this ministry. Thank you, Father, for the opportunity to take the word out that people will hear it, hear the truth, the simple truth. I just ask, Father, that you will guide and lead each and every one as they're listening today. If they are not born again, they need to come by faith to you that today be the day of salvation. And then they will enjoy, Father, the, the, the privileges of being a Christian, the wisdom and the comfort and the joy and the peace that comes with it. The, it's just it's wonderful, Father. It, it's, it's beyond speech of what we can say to be a true believer in, in the Lord Jesus, in, in your Son, Jesus Christ. So please, Father, just guide and lead us and grow each and every one of us in that joy and peace. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. We get right back to our Savior, the Lord Jesus, as he faces this time of, of, of trial and, and, and this time of, of temptation as he is tempted by the devil after 40 days of no water and no food. And he is as human as human can be without sin. And so he is, yes, completely God, and yet completely man. And so as we look at these these wonderful scripture verses here, as we learn that our Lord and Savior, by the power of God, by the Holy Spirit that's come down upon him, and we just witnessed that back here in the end of the last chapter, chapter 3. And it tells us that, that Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened to him, and saw the, the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And then, lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Remember, we talked about the Trinity was so clear there, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so now the Spirit is upon him, and to give him the, the power that he needs to, to continue his ministry. And that power is given to him by and through the Holy Spirit, of which you and I also, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, also possess. You have the Holy Spirit within your heart, so please give him his, his due, allow him to to have his will with your life each and every day. Oh, as the, the temptations come, uh, we falter, contrary, different than what our, our Lord and Savior, he did not. He was, he was perfect, but he was tempted in every way. Got many verses of Scripture here. And so as we begin now with this sixth verse, and so we're going to uh, 
realize that as as uh, we talked about the 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 royal uh, portico, the the high pinnacle that he was up on here, and out of being you know in the condition that he was in, not eating nor drinking for for forty days, you know the hope was that that something would happen to. Uh, uh, to the Lord Jesus, that he would, you know, the devils thought that, boy, if he'll just die before, if he'll just die before, I can keep him from that cross, because the cross is the devil's defeat, and we need, we know that, we see that. Now, we find here that Jesus quoted, says, for it is written, uh, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Let's go, um, uh, and then it it just continues as we look through these verses of Scripture, but even in 6 and 7. But look at what the devil quoted first, I guess, before we read verse 7 here. And uh, if thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written. Now, remember uh, that, you know, just because there's a preacher that stands in the pulpit and he quotes Scripture, that doesn't necessarily mean it's the truth, because the devil quotes Scripture. He's quoting it right here. He's not quoting it correctly. And so be very much aware that that know the Scripture, know the Word of God. That's the reason that I stay with the old King James. I don't move from that. And so many places and churches have long left the old King James because, oh, it's too hard to read. Stay with the old King James Study it, search it, get your Strong's Concordance out, get your Bible Dictionary out, and please that you enjoy studying the Word of God. Now, if you don't know how to use a Strong's Concordance, it's very simple. Every word that's in the in the King James Bible, the old King James Bible, every single word is in the Strong's Concordance. And so by alphabet, just like a dictionary, you look that word up. With that word, then, in that text, it'll show you the word and then also the text. Like here, it would be Matthew chapter 4, verse 6. If we were going to look the word up, cast, for instance. And so then you, you find the, the word, find the scripture verse that's with it, and then there'll be a number. That number in Matthew will be in the Greek. In the Old Testament, it would have been in Hebrew. In the back of this Strong's Concordance, is a Greek and Hebrew dictionary. It will tell you what that word means. And it's such a joy to really study because from the Greek and the Hebrew, it's very difficult to, in, with the English words, to translate it completely for us. So for us to have a, a real full understanding we use the Strong's Concordance. Now, if you don't have one, they're not very expensive. I ask that you go out and buy one, and you buy a Strong's Concordance. You'll enjoy it. There's not a time goes by that I'm studying that I do not use the Strong's Concordance and the Bible Dictionary. And then you know that I have my professors. I have some uh, some old-time preachers that have long since uh, went home to be with the Lord. And I, uh, I enjoy studying and researching and, and putting to prayer what their thoughts are along then the guiding the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And so study. You need to study the Word of God. And so don't think just because your preacher quotes the Word of God that it's the truth. 
you search the Word of God and know it to be the truth. And I hope it is. I, I hope that that's not the case. But I know in many cases that, that the preacher that stands in the pulpits today are not true preachers of the Word of God. You're the only one that can determine that. So you study. You search the Word of God. That's how I was was saved. I, I found out where I was attending that they did not preach the Word of God. They, pro, they preached their own religion. And in the meanwhile, in the process of that, I got saved, was born again, not through the means of that church, but through the means of, a, of another program that, that showed me the gospel and showed me the Word of God. And I got my Bible out and I looked through it, found it to be true, asked Jesus Christ to come into my heart, and he saved me because the Spirit of God led me there. Now, you listen today to these words and let the Word of God lead you to that same place of salvation. And then you'll be able to know whether the preacher's preaching the truth, whether the teacher's teaching the truth, or whether he's just like the devil. And he says here, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Well, let's go back to what he was quoting. He was quoting Psalms chapter 91. The devil was. Let's see how accurate he was. Psalms 91, verses 11 and 12. 91, verses 11 and 12. For he shall give his angels charge over thee. Let's see. Let's go back now, and let's look to see. Uh, He shall give angels charge concerning thee. Okay, all right. Now let's let's go to the next. And uh, to keep thee in all thy ways. Now let's see what the devil had to say over here. Um, And and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Wait a minute here. We're missing something, aren't we? Yeah, because verse 12 says they shall bear thee up, in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. So you see, they left out, the old devil left out, to keep thee in all thy ways. Be careful. Be aware that many, many quote the Scripture, but they quote it to their own use and their own power and their own authority and not to God's authority. So be careful. The devil does quote scripture, but he does not quote it correctly. And so we find that here. He left out in all thy ways. Very important, but very normal to find that the old devil doesn't quite quote it correctly. As we look at this, we see that that pride... Look at those that will follow if you do this and live. Once again, let's back up. Verse 5, The devil taketh him up into a holy city, setteth him up on a pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If thou be the Son of God, 
cast thyself down, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. So, why would the Lord desire to tempt God? To tempt himself, just to prove it. Pride. Look, look, what, look what we can do. Look at those that will follow if you do this and live. That's the desire of the devil. Jesus, the devil says, if you do this, and, 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 and the people see what happens as the angels catch you and protect you, without question, then they'll know that you are who you say you are. And many, many will follow you. Well, we know that many followed the Lord Jesus because of the miracles he's, he, that he performed. But all these miracles that he performed then, when it came down to the day of the crucifixion, and when he died for the sins of all those people, there were very few there. They were following for the miracles. They were amazed by what he could do. But they did not realize that Jesus came to save them from their sin didn't realize that, to save them from their sin. And so as we see and we hear, it's such a joy to know that Jesus took my sin away. I don't follow Jesus because of the, of the, the, the joy and the peace that he gives me, which is wonderful. I follow him because he knows tomorrow because he has taken my sin away, and he has set me free. And all the rest of the things that he gives me, and all the blessings he pours out upon me, are all an extra benefit. But I thank him that he released me from, the, from being condemned to hell. He has paid that debt. And now my course is set for heaven. What a joy. What an opportunity to come by faith to Jesus today and trust in him. Again, let's see what Jesus said. Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. The devil was trying to use pride. Look what you can have. Look at the people that will follow you if you'll do just this. Jesus came into the world to do the will of his Father. Heavenly Father. He came to lay down his life. He came to die. He came to be the sacrificial lamb. And he did not come to make a name for himself, but to pay the debt of sin. To pay the debt. Deuteronomy here, 6.16 is what Jesus quoted. Deuteronomy 6, 16. Ye shall not tempt the Lord your God as ye tempted him in Massa. Do not tempt the Lord your God. 
What precious words. Was the Lord Jesus able, could he have jumped off that pinnacle? And would the angels have caught him? The answer is yes. So why didn't Jesus just do it, just to prove? Just because our Father will give us something, or the opportunity is there for us to have something, doesn't necessarily mean that we need it. We must not abuse the power and the strength that he gives us. We need to use it only for his honor and glory. And would, been, would the Father been glorified by Jesus doing this? The answer is no. He gives us great wisdom. It's such a joy for me to, to know that, that the abilities and the strengths that I have, whether it be in proclaiming his word or at work or at home, those strengths come from him. Those wis- that wisdom and, and knowledge comes through the Lord Jesus, by the Holy Spirit, from the Heavenly Father. And what a joy it is to possess that, to have that. But I must use it to his honor and glory. When I'm at work, I need to give him the honor and glory. I need to do the best job that I can do. I need to do it all for his honor and glory. Cast thyself down. I don't know if you caught that, but the devil knew he couldn't throw him down. You see, there's proof, as we have many times, the devil is limited in his power. He couldn't throw him down. He had to convince Jesus to do it, and he wasn't about to do that. Let's look at John 19, another example of, of, of this uh, authority that, that man and the devil thinks they have. You may have already thought of what I'm going to read here. John chapter 19 Verse 10, Then said Pilate unto him, Speak thou not unto me. Knowest thou not that I have power to crucify thee and have power to release thee? This is Pilate talking to Jesus. And Jesus said, Thou couldst have no power at all against me, except it were given thee from above. Therefore he that delivered me unto thee hath the greater sin. You have nothing if I don't give it to you, Jesus said. The devil couldn't cast Jesus off that pinnacle. So the only thing he could do is try to work on his pride try to work on him in a little bit there that he would he would do such a thing 
But Jesus wasn't about to do that because it was not going to be bringing any honor and glory unto his Father. Next. Again, the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And he said unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then said Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. The devil was trying to uh, give the Lord Jesus something he already possessed. But the devil, as most people in the world, see all the fancies and all the glories of the world, the, 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 the fancy buildings, the fancy cars, the fancy, uh, you know, big uh, businesses, uh, the, all the things that, that the devil tempts us with. He desires that we would bow down to those things. Well, here he says, you bow down to me. But Jesus looks beyond that. And he looked at the cities and did not see the glory that the devil was seeing. Jesus looked and would see the ruin and the despair that's all come because it was sold under sin. There's a mighty difference between the devil's eyes, our eyes, and our Lord Jesus' eyes. The Lord Jesus, he points to the Father. I want to glorify you. You know, the Holy Spirit points to the Lord Jesus. I want to glorify him. I want to, to lift him up. But the devil, he always points only to the things of the world. The, the, the sin, the corruption of the world. He fancies it up. He makes it look like it's very attractive. And he sells us a bill of goods that is of, no, is of no value at all. He said, if thou be the Son of God. He is realizing, again, that the, the devil is, is, is so arrogant and so prideful as so many people today are that they don't even realize that 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 he knows who he's talking to this is god this is a son of god and so he has made every attempt here and uh, just first you know that god tells him jesus tells him enough's enough and then but you would think that out of the first failure and then out of the second failure that the devil would start kind of losing a little power and a little momentum here. But he doesn't. The first temptation was for the pride, for the lust of the flesh. 
The second was the pride of life. And the third here, he calls for the Lord Jesus to directly stand against, or it's been said to violate the law of Jehovah God. You are to worship him and worship him only. You are not to worship anything or anybody. And yet that old devil, he said, he took him. Now, let's back up just a little bit, too. This exceeding high mountain showed him all the kingdoms of the world. You know, I, I don't know how or where that might have been. The devil does have power. And he may have been able to show him all the major kingdoms. It says all the kingdoms of the world. And I'm sure he showed him all the magnificent cities and all their splendor. We're not sure how that was accomplished. But it says all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. So see, he was showing off what. Uh, people are very prideful about their possessions. And so we get to that point, and then he says, All these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. If thou wilt fall down and worship me. What a sad, sad day. If Jesus would have fallen, but he is not about to do that. He stands up, he recognizes, and now that devil has crossed the line. And he said, Satan, get thee hence. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And that is the rule that, that, that you and I need to live by each and every day. Worship and serve the Lord God and Him only. So please, don't be tempted by the things of the world. My dear friend, what are you going to do about Jesus? Jesus.